Welcome back, welcome back to the What Is Life podcast. Yes, it's your boy, your host, Sensei Spee's in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. Back at you with another episode, season two, episode seven. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for making the What Is Life podcast a part of your daily routine, your evening routine, whenever, wherever. However you're choosing to listen or watch this episode, I want to say thank you. I love you. And without you, trust me, believe me when I say this, the What Is Life podcast would not exist without you. So, shout out to you. And of course, (laughs) you already know Pal Pullen is in attendance. He is operating, working camera B. While he takes a snooze, how he does it is amazing. Shout out to Pal for being able to multitask. Try and tell me that he's not a service dog. Putting in that work. I don't know how he be doing it, but he be doing it. He be getting it done. So shout out to Pal. He also helps the What Is Life podcast go. (sighs) Pride. Pride is a motherfucker, right? It really is. So the other day, I got finessed into taking my uncle to a doctor's appointment, which I would have had no problem doing in the first place. Just I thought we were going to a different place. I thought the plan was something else. But anywho, it's besides the point. So, whenever I'm with my uncle, he's always telling me stories about his past. There was a, he had a nice run from like 18 to 32. The details, I will not discuss. But, No, he was a high roller. Shot caller. He holds information that I deem, you know, valuable, vital, perhaps, to everyday life. Yet, He won't tell me what he knows. But he likes to use his life examples and give me his takeaway, his motive of the story. And I get it, that's the most logical. 
sensible stuff. But there's also other things that I take away from the stories that he tells me. Because being an empath, when people tell me stories, I can feel like I'm right there in their shoes. Like as they're describing the story, I'm in their mind with them. I'm basically like a ghost following along the story, watching it play out. Sensing the emotions involved. Even though I'm in this body. Now, I know for a fact I'm not the only one that can do that. That's what makes us as beings, as godly beings, so magnificent. We have these powers. Just, just up to us if you want to tap into them or not. Anyway, so we're at the appointment. He's going on about how nothing is easy anymore. Everything's hard. Life is as hard as we make it. You know, the moments that we choose, each individual moment, each individual second, each hour of every day, the moments that we choose, they impact our next moments. They impact our future. The cause and effect principle. We know this law. As long as we are in a state of being, as long as we are acting, we can have more control of our outcomes if we take charge in our lives with the time that we are granted here on earth. So if he's going on about how hard life is, then he looks at me and he says that I have no pride. He says, you know how you can tell, or you know how I can tell that you have no pride? It's because you know that you're supposed to be further along in life than when you're at now. I was like, man. I looked at him. Gave him one of these faces. I breathe, make sure, make sure I made sure to breathe. And I thought to myself, hmm, I wonder what makes him say that. I look presentable. But I mean, I guess you're right. I guess he's right. I mean, I had to put my pride aside for us to even be at that appointment. I mean, I'm sure I could have found something better to do with my time. I could have been more productive with my time. Instead, I humbled myself and I mean, take the high road. Because there's some truth in that. 
not going to be mad and upset about it. That's his opinion. You know, as you get wiser, you realize that everyone has their opinion about you. Some of it has truth. Some of it is false. But to say that somebody has no pride, saying that they have no self-esteem. They don't care about life, their well-being. The lack of ambition. That is what he saw. Now respect that. <laughs> Truth be told, I'm probably like also as an observer, as on the outside looking in, like if you're a friend of mine, like if you know me, you know how I can be competitive. And when I'm in that competitive mode, Yo, I am probably the most arrogant, cocky, like, I'll try to get under your skin. You know, it depends on who you are, though. Depends on who you are. Because sometimes I try to be like a little silent killer. You know what I mean? Especially when I get to the end, when I know I'm about to win. Spices things up. Makes the game more fun. I don't like competing with people who are like, no, oh, I don't care who wins as long as we have fun. Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, you can have fun in the heat of the moment and you laugh about it afterwards. That's what makes it fun, for real. That's my perspective, though. Almost nothing I say. But for real, I, growing up as a kid, I was shy, yet I wanted all the attention. I, I, there was nobody better than me at anything. If I lost at something, I want to run it back right then and there. And if we couldn't run it back, I throw a temper. I start crying and all that. Just how I was. And then when we get on stage for concerts and stuff, I was shy. Why? Because it's, to me, performing on stage, doing a concert is not competitive to me. That's more of entertainment. And when it comes to entertainment, I tend to shy away from that. But behind the scenes, helping produce something, come up with a script, story, whatever, I'm all in on that. 
So even doing the video podcast right now, it's always awkward. Like it's always going to be awkward every time because as you know, these shows are unscripted and you are literally seeing, we are literally making a creation, an episode together every time just out of air. That's why I appreciate you guys coming back each and every time to help create this podcast. But at the same time, do you know how do you know how much arrogance it takes or how much faith it takes, how much courage it takes to even get on a stage? Get behind a microphone, produce some type of art and give it to the world and let them critique it. And the fact that they may love it or hate it, you don't even care. You keep putting it out. That's different. That's a different type of dedication. That's a different type of love. That's a different, that's. That's really your soul. You're doing what's in your soul. And a lot of us don't do that. But at the same time, when my uncle said that, he was right. Because at times I do lack ambition. I really do. So in life, we all seek the truth. We all seek the truth. We love to try to figure out where we come from. Because we have a sense of pride of where we come from. We have a sense of pride about our heritage. We're proud. Especially here in the United States. Americans love to be American. I'm proud to be American, where at least I know I'm free. And as proud as we are to be Americans, on these media platforms, it seems like we're so divided as a country. When it comes to politics, it's interesting, especially with what's going on, with what's going on down at the border, and just with customs in general, especially with COVID. I mean, you see what's going on in the Middle East. All we can do is pray for the world. But we love to have a sense of pride. Look at school pride. That's what makes these universities, these 
established sports programs so prestigious? It's because they're held to a high acclaim. They're held to a certain standard of excellence. Not everybody can maintain a certain level of tradition, a certain level of excellence. Year in and year out. So how do we manage pride? Because pride is something that we can't just get rid of. We cannot just get rid of pride. When we tell somebody that we're proud of them, it's usually because of the achievements. The achievements that they have made so far throughout their lifetime that has gotten them to this point in time right now. Let's be real. Sometimes when we put in the work, we don't always get the results that we desire. Especially in the beginning. Anything great and worth having happens over time. And it must be sustained over time. Especially if you're trying to grow wealth. And yet in life, we all look for get-rich-quick schemes. Not all of us. But we just see some people just become millionaires in a year. And we wonder, dang, all this time I thought they were just doing nothing. How did they get this far? The whole time they were putting in the work. When people say that working hard is the reason why they are successful, it's usually the reason. Like 99.9% of the time. And that amount of success, that amount of work over a 20, 30, 40, 50 year span is going to intensify and pay off double, triple, quadruple, million times the work that you put in. What you're going to get back is going to outweigh, outnumber what you put in. But nobody likes working. Work can be boring. 
exhausting. It can drain you. It takes a lot out of you. But the reward that comes, <laughs> the reward that comes with it, the reward that comes after it, is why we do it. So the only way that you're really going to achieve something and work hard at something is if you have pride in what you do every single day. My uncle, on the other hand, he wants me to dress sharp, wear a suit and tie every time we go out because that's what Rest in peace, my Uncle Melvin used to do. Sharpest dresser in the family. But I'm not my Uncle Melvin. When it's time for me to throw that shit on, I'll throw it on. I'll get fresh. I can dress up. But for 10, 12 years out of my life, I played sports. And I was constricted. Shoulder pads. Thigh pads. You know, you got to put the tights on. When we're just going to the grocery store, I'm not trying to throw on a suit and tie. I'm throwing on some shorts. Throwing a nice little comfortable shirt. I'm cozy vibes. I'm a cozy guy. I stay true to my nature. But in that moment in time when he told me that, I was humble. I humbled myself. Why? Because I was raised to respect my elders. And for some reason, I'm conditioned. I am conditioned to when (laughs) a parent figure speaks out of pocket like that, I don't just buck back. Unless they repeatedly do it over and over again. Then we gonna... We gonna have it out. And when I say have it out, I don't mean like... Back and forth. Shouting match. It can though. Like me and my Aunt Jean. She's super sweet. I love her to death. But... Yo, we be having our battles... Same with my pops when I was 18. When I was around that time, 17 through 19. We went at it. Just didn't see eye to eye.
People are entitled to their opinions. People are entitled to their opinions. They may not know everything that's going on in your life. And we have to understand that if they don't, it's our fault. It's our fault. And they can respect that or not. I guess the adult part of life is really taking responsibility of your actions. Really owning up to your actions. Because we all want to claim the good, but we run away from the bad. And we know that the bad within us, if we don't forgive ourselves, if we don't heal ourselves, it can eat us up. It can torment us. It can make us self-destruct. And we are here to see our better days. We're learning every day. So we must master when to put our pride aside and when to have pride. Because there's nothing like having school spirit. There's nothing like being spirited for and within yourself. You got to be your biggest fan. Because only you and God know what you're capable of. And the more that you show the world, the more that the world starts to see potential in you. then naturally more opportunities start flooding your way. And then you start to become more comfortable with being yourself in this world. And that's all that we strive to be in this world. We want to be ourselves. So let's, 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 let's accept ourselves fully. Because good and bad is the same. It's just higher, lower degrees of vibration. It's polarity. It's like hot and cold. Both the same, both temperatures, both degrees, just one's hotter, one's cooler. So when people try to press you, try to fire you up, if it's not within a competitive state, if it's not competition going on, just be cool. Because they're going to try to throw you off your rock. You can't be knocked off your rock. Because I know when I play football, I never talk smack. I just always... You know, I always, when I got the ball, thought that I was going to score any time. 
And you got to play like that. Can't be like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to. Nah, fuck that. That's how you get hurt. And nobody likes being hurt. When you have a sense of pride about yourself, you're going to put your best foot forward every time. So why not do that every day when we wake up in life? We can't change the past. But we can help forge the future. We can co-create with God. Creativity is the key to life. So how do you build pride in yourself? Tell yourself that you're great. Even if you're not good at something. Even if you burn pancakes. Be like, yo, I'm the best. I'm the best pancake burner. Nobody can burn a pancake like I can. I remember when I worked at Wendy's. I was learning how to make the burgers. And I was getting pissed off at myself because I was going so slow. I was trying to be fast. So I'm like, you know what? I'm here for four hours. Might as well just make the best of it. Right? How arrogant is that? Trying to make the best of a situation. Instead of just being like, you know what? I'm going to just go with the flow. The faster you learn something, the more efficient that you becoming at the more efficient that you become at it, the easier it is to go with the flow. But we have to get ourselves in the flow first. Like if you don't know how to swim and you're trying to flow with the river current. Might as well get your casket ready. But if you learn how to swim, at least you got a chance. So whatever you want to do in life, get that shit popping now. And then the whole world will unfold in front of you. Watch your your world unfold. Watch your vision unfold. Walk that path. So have pride about yourself. Keep that shit to yourself, though. You don't got to pop off all the time. But it's cool to let niggas know. It's cool to flex sometimes. You got to remind, first of all, yourself first, that you are somebody, that you are something, that you are the greatest thing. On this planet. No cocky shit. But nobody can do what you do. There's. Yes. Certain fields. Like IT. Nursing. 
the justice system, military. You know, there's different tiers, different classes. Even this life. We all are experiencing life on earth, but some of us have a higher value. We're experiencing life at a greater value. We're having more experiences. Having more moments. And a lot of us are just spending our days drifting. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of yourself. You are that powerful. Trust me. Trust me. That's all the time that we have today for the What Is Life podcast. Thank you for tuning in to episode seven. As always, it's been your boy, your host, Sensei Spees. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. I enjoyed making this episode with you. Um, if you want some merch, Spooky Visions merch, head over to www.spookyvisions.com and get yourself a shirt. Also, if you haven't gotten the book yet, I Love So Blind, I don't know. Maybe you still want to be blind to love. Maybe you still want to be abused by love. Don't let love use you. Open your eyes. And get the book, I Love So Blind. You can get it on Amazon. Books a million. I was going to say million. Barnes and Noble. Anywhere you can buy a book online. You can get it on the Kindle if you want the ebook version or Apple Books. Whatever you desire. I love you all and stay tuned for episode 8.